Hey, everybody. This is Amazing Fantasy Football. I am Beavis, and he is... Butthead. Yeah. <laughs> Butthead. Yeah.
Chris, I was thinking, well, we just took a little break because I do want to put this in the show just for okay. like real quick. Like, why, 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 like Pete Carroll needs to get fired. Why are you trying to shoehorn a really subpar running game with subpar running backs? Chris Carson's hurt. None of these guys are as good as Chris Carson. Rashad Penny, you missed. You missed on him. You've spent a first round pick. Everyone That's told it. you it was a bad idea. Oh, it was a first one. It's second. Uh, yeah, late it first. was. Yep, yep. It was. A, it was like a like a like twenty. Like the last pick, pick or twenty eighth or something. It was no, no, no. Late, it was in still. the early twenties, I think. But Ooh, still, okay. like, like, but still, mm-hmm. second half of the first round. You spent mm-hmm. a pick on him. Everyone thought it was a bad idea. You still did it. He didn't. He's not a thing. Stop running the ball all the time. Use do what Detroit did for the longest time with Stafford. Just use like quick little short passes and that's your run game. Like you have one of the best quarterbacks in the league. Why? Fire Pete Carroll. Why? Bring in someone that can actually run an offense mm-hmm. for Russell Wilson. If that would happen, I bet Russell Wilson would love to stay. And also fix your freaking offensive line. Exactly. I think I think Carroll's still making up for that Super Bowl call. Throwing on first and goal from the two yard line Chris, and getting that picked was like off. nine years ago or whatever. I don't even remember I, when it was. It's probably not what is actually going on in Pete Carroll's brain, but I maybe I it think is though. It maybe could be. He's, he's a little man. He's a little man. Shut. Throw the don't ball. Ever throw. Pat, don't the ever throw. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Anyways, let's move on to the Las Vegas Raiders at the Kansas City Chiefs. Derek Carr in the previous matchup this year, Carr had 261 yards, two touchdowns, and a pick. All that was good for 19.2 fantasy points. Not bad. I'm pretty happy when I'm, you know, I'm Chris, you know, I'm a late round QB guy. So I'm, I'm usually happy with 19 plus fantasy points from a quarterback, especially someone like Derek Carr. Um, I like what Carr's potential is. He does have those brain farts um, where he kind of forgets how to be a quarterback. You know, um, I kind of like him in this matchup, though. Uh, maybe you need a fill in for Jalen Hurts. You know, he's 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 on by this week. Um, or if you're starting Carson Wentz and, you know, you some for some reason Derek Carr is available in your Superflex League, mm-hmm. he's not in ours, um, I'll go three and a half stars for that, you know. Um, uh, let's, let's skip all that kind of mumbo-jumbo. Um, Josh Jacobs, the Drake is gone, and I hate the Drake. Hate the Drake. Mm-hmm. Um, Chris, that is a Seinfeld reference if you didn't get it. Um, I didn't, but yeah. <laughs> Kenyon Drake, he suffered an ankle uh, season-ending season ending ankle injury. Wow. Um, that paves the way for what? Chris Peyton Barber? <sighs> Dude, seriously. Uh, this is the moment we've been waiting for, folks. Josh Jacobs is going to be have next to no competition. As of writing this, Jalen Richard was listed as out. You know, sometimes that can be um, kind of um, outdated information when you look at someone's depth chart. But if Peyton Barber's Josh Jacobs only only uh um uh you know competition for touches, dude, Josh Jacobs has to be better than Peyton Barber. And this coaching staff isn't really playing for much. They're not going to be there next year. I I mean, if I was the coaching staff, I'd be definitely running like rolling Josh Jacobs out. Like, what if you break him? Whatever, you ain't going to be there next year. Who cares? Maybe they'll actually throw the ball to him for a change. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah, why is that never a thing? Uh, Darren Waller, I'm I'm skipping over all the all the wide receivers for for uh, the Las Vegas here, but that's fine. Darren Waller, he has a chance to play. Um, it, I checked before we started recording, and um, it sounds like he's still kind of questionable. 
tune in for the Sunday morning stream here. We're, we're going to have uh, uh, check it out on our YouTube channel. We have coffee chat. Uh, Chris and I argue over subpar quarterbacks. That was last week. Uh, last minute injury news, and you can ask us about your lineup questions too. Chris and I can also argue over whether we should have a laugh track in the show too. I told him more or less that he was a dummy last week, and I've kind of sort of warmed up to the idea. He doesn't know that until just now, but that's okay. Um, it's true. That's Josh's instant reaction to everything. I hate it. You know, made some girl like, "Hey, you want to go? Uh, you want to go uh, back to your place?" Like, no, I hate that idea. And then the next day, I'm like, "That was a great idea. What the hell?" Um, Patrick Mahomes. Let's move on to the Kansas City Chiefs here. Four stars for Patty Mahomes. Uh, it's funny how Patrick Mahomes used to be that auto four five star. Like, just give him the fiber, move on with the day. Mm-hmm. You know, and now it's like, man, I'm going to do some research. Okay. Look at the matchup. Um, look at the matchup. How do you do? <laughs> to my what job. the last time they played? Well, the last <laughs> time that the Chiefs... <laughs> last time the Chiefs play, uh, faced the Raiders, it, it was in Las Vegas. Um, Patrick Mahomes ripped him up, man. Over 400 yards and five touchdowns. No interceptions. Ooh. It was Mahomes' best game since week six. I believe it was in week 10. Um... Mahomes has been off, and and I'm not really sure why, but I like him to bounce back here. I know the Chiefs' offensive line has been questionable at times this year. Um, I still think that Mahomes is dealing with a little injury of some sort that they're maybe not quite disclosing, um, or that he maybe he's not even disclosing too. Who knows? I think I think that his weapons are starting. I, I wonder if the 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 teams are starting to pick up on the Chiefs' game too. Like I was gonna it was, say, it was it was unique and great at first, and now it's become. Oh, now we know what to do against this, right? You know, right? Um, I I, w- I was gonna say I was gonna wait till you were done, but now that you've kind of alluded to it, um, I think it might have more to do with coverage on Hill because I feel like obviously the way the quarterback goes, the way almost every single team in the NFL goes, but in particularly with the Chiefs, I think the way Hill goes is the way the team and Mahomes, or at least the offense and Mahomes goes, like. I don't have an answer to how to cover the guy or what they're doing, but I feel like that might be the issue. And then to your point, maybe there's, maybe he's a little banged up. Maybe Mahomes is a little banged up. Yeah. I just, I, I just don't think that type of talent just disappears or whatever the heck is going on. No. Yeah, and, go and, and, and here's the one thing that I was wondering mm-hmm. too, and I don't want to use this as an excuse for people performing so far at work, but you know, I'm pretty sure he just, him and his, um, his lady, uh, forgive me, I don't remember if they got married, but I know they just had a baby like semi recently. So you know, maybe you know, he goes home, kids crying in the middle of the night. He has to wake up and take care of them. He's a little tired. He's not like he was when he was like fresh into the league when he was just him and him and you know his lady. Maybe, maybe hey, you're preaching the choir. Family I know you've got kids, man. I've seen other people that have kids. <laughs> no. I've like mm-hmm. like especially with the first one. Dude, it's a dead man walking around at, at work, you know, with the first kid or or woman too. It, and, I mean, and on one hand, you would like those, to think those that first the, time parents are exhausted. Amen. And on one end, you would like to think that the wife would be like, "You're a pro quarterback. You make literally fifty million dollars a year. I'm sorry, forty, fifty, whatever it is. Average fifty. You go do work. I'll do raising of the baby. But the you man, do you. But the man, the father is like, I. I, I want to see my kid and know them when they're three months, six months, you know, a year. I want like, my kid to know me. Yeah, exactly. So that's all I would say about that. 
Yeah. Anyways, let's move on to CH here. If CH was putting up better numbers or if he was a better back in general, I'd love him a lot more this week. The Raiders are giving up the six most points to, to opposing backs, but I just can't get down with CH, man. I'm giving him two and a half stars, and but I also want to say prove me wrong. Like, Chris, you and I, like, I think we both had him in as a top 15 back, like, like pre-draft, year, yep. you know, <laughs> and I'm glad I never had a chance at him. Like, I really thought the receptions, I th- thought he, obviously the injury, but I thought the receptions would help more. I thought he'd get some. But, I mean, he's there. just been pretty ineffective, too. The Chiefs offensive mm-hmm. line, once again, has not helped him either. I'm just saying, like, he's, he's bust. He's busty. Um, mm-hmm. He's been busty this year. Let's move on to Tyreek Hill. I'm giving him four stars just because him and Patrick Mahomes are linked. And more or less, when Patrick Mahomes has five stars, I give Tyreek Hill five, four, five stars. In this case, Tyreek, like, I don't want to be lazy about it, but they're so linked to each other that mm-hmm. I, I just, like, they're, they're, they're tethered. That's what they are. But you know who's not exactly tethered to uh, up-and-down performances? Although he has been kind of this year, is Travis Kelsey. I'm giving him five stars okay. because... Other than your uh, like flash forward, your guy that you're gonna say could top Travis Kelsey in any given week, um, I'm going to say that Travis Kelsey is out of any tight end in the league has the best chance week in and week out to be the tight end one. So five stars for him, Chris. Okay. Next matchup, please. I've got the Ravens at Browns. Uh, Lamar has struggled the last three weeks versus good defenses. He really has. Pittsburgh, Cleveland, and Miami. And versus Ose, very same Browns this week, uh, who held him to 165 yards and four interceptions. Damn! And that game, yeah, exactly. And that game was in Baltimore. Uh, and this one is in the dog pound. His rushing obviously keeps him in consideration every single week, but I am placing him outside the top 12. So if you have better options, strongly consider them. Wow. 3.5 stars for Lamar. Ballsy. Yeah. Uh, Devontae Freeman. Uh, apparently he's the man. He has taken over as the clear-cut starter no, he's and a has man seen double-digit carries every every week since taking over as a starter in Week 9. Throwing in, throwing an average of 4.4 targets per game in that span, that's nothing to laugh at. Now, he still loses carries and goal line looks to his quarterback, but he is a low-end RB2, high-end flex option this week through 3.5 stars. That's got me a little bit excited in the Dynasty League. I really need help uh, to, to win a playoff game. Oh, I uh, thought you were on... talking about psychiatric. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, you know that too. I am seeking that. <laughs> um, on the, the the pass catchers, uh, we'll just cut to the chase here. Uh, Hollywood and Andrews are the only ones worth discussing. Um, and Hollywood hasn't scored since week seven. Cleveland is also elite versus oh. the pass, seventh fewest passing yards, and our tenth best with thirty-one sacks on the year. But Hollywood's targets volume has been absolutely elite, averaging eleven point two targets per game. That's not the whole season. I did not put that in there. I think that's like, no, that might be whole season. Forgive me. That might be the last several weeks. I don't remember. Point is, he's getting a butt ton of targets, and that's what we're going with. But given Lamar's struggles, I'm going to give him 3.75 stars. Again, that's 3.75 stars for Hollywood. Andrews, Mark Andrews. Uh, He is the tight end two on the season. He gets tons of targets, and the offense draws up red zone and downfield plays for him. What more do you want? Oh. He also saw 10 targets and scored once versus the, the Sari St. Browns team two weeks ago. Five stars for Mark Andrews. On to the Browns. Uh, I'm going to cut straight to the runner, the backs here, the runners. Uh, I'm not going to talk about Baker and the pass catchers. 
Both Hunt and Chubb struggled mightily last week versus the Ravens, their last game, which was their last game before their bye week. I expect an emphasis on the run and a bounce back for both Ooh. backs. See what I did there? Um, so I'm going to give no. a solid three. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. I'm going to give four stars for Chubb and three for Hunt. And as I said, I'm not going to discuss any pass catchers for the Browns because they're not worth it. No offense, folks. I, I'm going to very, very, very mildly disagree in a sense that, like, you really, <laughs> like, like, you really need, like, a home run, like, guy that could potentially score you 18, 17, 18 plus points at the wide receiver position. DPJ, Donovan Peoples-Jones. The Ravens secondary is extreme, especially at cornerback, is extremely depleted. To mention that, extremely depleted. So it's worth a shot. I'm not saying Jarvis Landry here, but I'm saying like maybe if Baker comes back from this bye week and he's a little bit healthy and he can actually chuck the ball downfield accurately too to DPJ, like maybe you get a couple of long bombs to him. It's They'll probably, drop probably not going to get high volume. I, I mm-hmm. wish this guy could evolve into a high, more a higher volume receiver and not just a I run fast straight kind of guy. But maybe in time, it's only a second season, so hard to say. Um, and he was also a sixth round pick too. So oh wow, maybe seventh. Gosh, I didn't I mean, he was a real that. late round pick. He was a knucklehead at Michigan, but he was good. He was just a he's knucklehead. Doing very well for himself then, yeah. Oh yeah. well, he stuck around. Let's put it that way. Uh, yeah, he's definitely got staying power. I'm just like, I just want to throw the name out there. It's a, a deeper league, you know, kind of desperation play. But hey, man, I'm in some leagues where like I went running back heavy and it's now hurting me. You because have no wide re- wa- At this point in the year, you don't have any wide receiver too. You just don't. Well, that and my wide receivers have gotten hurt or they just have it or I missed on a couple, you know. So DPJ. Worth a thought, uh, worth a thought at least. Maybe, you know, maybe just kind of like, oh, I see you there, DPJ. Um, Chris, let's uh, let's move on to the Dallas Cowboys at the Washington Football Team. Let's start with Dak here. Your boy Dak. Rivalry game. It is a, it is a uh, an old school Cowboys and American Indians rivalry. Yes. Um. You know, but that's not what they're called anymore. So it's an old school yeah. cowboy and football team rivalry. <laughs> Nation's capital football team, folks. Nation's capital and the capital <laughs> of Texas. Dallas but Cowboys. We're in but we're in Maryland. But we're in, yeah. but we're in Fort Worth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, there they are. Arlington. Arlington is correct, actually. Yeah. Arlington. Yes, I'm sorry. Arlington. Yeah, I didn't catch that. Yeah. Like the Rangers. Anyways, uh, mm-hmm. Dak, five stars. Five star. Um, I got a good feeling here, Chris. I got a good feeling. Yeah, it's a whole lot of hope, but doggone it, man. Uh, this is the get right week for the Dallas Cowboys and and Dak here. Mainly just the passing game, but right. we'll get to that the running mm-hmm. game in a second. Mm-hmm. Washington football team giving up the most points to the quarterbacks. Their passing defense has been terrible over there in DC all season, and there's no, I don't see them turning over a new leaf this week. So. Five stars for C.D. Lamb, too. My boy. He nice. leads the Cowboys in snap percentage, targets, receptions, yards, and touchdowns. Five stars for C.D. Lamb. Amari uh, Cooper, four and a half stars. Amari um, was in on 34% of the Cowboys snaps last week. I think he was still getting over mm-hmm. um, COVID and everything. He just wasn't quite right. I know that there's some people that I've talked to at work, uh, if no one knows, I work in a 
a, a large for Iowa sized hospital. And uh, I know of some people that have gotten COVID and a lot of them, especially the early on people that got it, they were just really like they did they were testing negative, but they were still just lethargic AF, as you like to say, Chris. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, maybe I'm, I'm wondering if that's what happened to Amari last week. And that's why he only played on 34 percent of the snaps. But I'm looking for Amari to do a bit of a bounce back this week, probably a little bit healthier to resume his 1B role. Michael Gallup, I'm going to assume that he's going to, with Amari being healthy and CD being healthy, that he's going to resume his role as the wide receiver 2-3 for the Cowboys. Um, I, I'm, I'm, uh, Michael Gallup has had I'm some sorry. good games, but I'm kind of worried that's been linked to Amari Cooper being out and CD Lamb not being 100% too at times. Um, I think seem to remember so i'm gonna give gallup like a two and a half three star sort of thing there like you could play him but don't don't expect the world from him um i seem to remember that both the tight ends are injured but i don't think that's quite right watch look well, jarwin's out for the year jarwin's on ir out for the year uh oh. don't again <laughs> no still like it was an acl or something I no, no again like last year too oh that's a good point Mm-hmm. I didn't even realize that. Hey, that's why Schultz is Don Schultz, the man. You know, come around. Don't give you, don't give your tight ends for contracts. Really, really last year. Pro. Anyways, so as of writing this, Chris, I didn't uh, realize that Tony Pollard had a, um, and we covered this um, earlier, but uh, no one knows about that um, <laughs> until <laughs> now. Uh, it is that magic. Tony Pollard has a. Uh, in the way back machine or the way few forward machine um tony pollard has a torn left plantar fascia uh which is like plantar fasciitis it's like a tendon or something in the bottom of your foot um i've been diagnosed with some plantar fasciitis I do some stretches it goes away i don't think that's going to be uh, tony pollard's case here um, especially if it's really bad and, and really bad plantar fasciitis that you sometimes need surgery for or whatever. Tony Pollard is questionable for this, but as I'm writing this, I gave him three stars for both Zeke and Tony Pollard. There was a an article I read, forgive me, I, I've been writing the bus a lot to work this week, so I've had some um, spare time. And so I've been reading a lot of articles and everything. I didn't bother to write down the source, sorry. Uh, but Zeke apparently had an MRI this week, and a it sounds like his knee injury that he was dealing with a little bit preseason is starting to heal. So, uh, but he just just hasn't been that effective in the Washington Football Team. And while great, uh, or while crap against the def- or the the the, the uh, passing game yeah. is really good against the run. So that's why I'm only giving Zeke three stars. Maybe bump it up to like a three and a half. With Tony Pollard out, if he is out, tune back into the Sunday morning stream. Uh, or on to Tatum Heineken. I'm not that into the Heineken beer. Uh, and I'm not really into the Heineken uh, Washington football team quarterback either. But um, I'm going to give him three and a quarter stars here. Um, Chris, I'm not going to lie. While doing some research for Tatum Heineken, I had to look up his actual name. We, I've joked about him so much, I have zero idea what his real name is. And I still don't. Oh, oh, well, that's right. It's Tatum Heineken. That's right. Uh, sorry. Um, I, I guess he's averaging 16.7 points per game, which not great, but also not bad. You know, I mean, it's better than Matt Ryan. Um, so I'm going to give him three and three quarter star or three and a quarter star. Sorry, three and one quarter star. Got it. I mean, if you if you're for those of you keeping track at home, Cam Newton. 
3.75. Derek Carr, Tatum Heineken, as as yeah. far as like you're Jalen Hurts manager and you need a bye week fill in right there. Um, Terry McLaurin, he's got some he's got some good games against the New York Giants, Atlanta Falcons, Green Bay Packers, and Carolina. The rest of them have been crap. Absolute mm-hmm. crap. Like less than 10 points crap, Chris. Um, having said all that, I, I don't know, man. I have three stars written down. Do you want to go to war with Terry McLaurin staring down a must win, get trying to get in the playoffs? Not the way he's been hit or miss lately. It's like he plays well against bad defenses. But four weeks poorly. out of four weeks out of twelve, or you know, maybe eleven because of a bye week in there. Four out of eleven? Yeah. That's not a good percentage not good. right there. No. No, thank you. Okay, I'm. I had it at three stars. I'm going to go desperation. Like maybe you just have to because you have nothing else. You know, you drafted him. You spent su- such a high. Pick I could definitely just... see a league having him as my third receiver and just having no other choice and just nothing yeah. else being on the waiver. Yeah, it's for possible. sure. That's what it's I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Desperation. He's still a good player. Desperation. He's still a good player. Two two star. You know. Okay, uh, Chris, what's your next matchup, man? I've got the Jaguars, the Jaguars at the Titans. Uh, let's push straight to the, the James point. Robinsons versus the Jacksonville the... James Robinsons versus the Tennessee Tannehill. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, no, but seriously, James Ew. Robinson, like he's all they've got. Uh, and the I'll Tennessee tell you this much here in a second. Uh, he's Robinson is dealing with a knee and heel injuries, but the Jags have managed that most of the season to this point. However, Robinson has been benched lately for fumbling issues. His quarterback, Trevor Lawrence, stated plainly that Robinson is their best offensive player and he needs to be on the field. The Titans are flat out good versus the run, though. They have given up 100 rushing yards only three times this season. Week one to arguably the best team in the league, the Cardinals. Last week versus the Patriots and week five versus these very same uh, Titans. Robinson Uh, went off for 149 rushing yards and a score. I foresee Robinson not being benched for his fumbling issues, and if he is healthy enough, you start him, period. Four stars, and I'm going to bench the rest of the Jaguars. The only one worth mentioning here is uh, the fact that uh, I believe it's Jamal Agnew, or Jamar Agnew was put on our, our season-ending hip surgery. He was kind of coming on Jimmy a Jimmy Agnew. Jimmy. Joseph. Joseph Jehosopher. <laughs> anyway. That's not even close. No. Onto the, no. Did you look it up? You're what? playing with me, right? It's not Jimmy, is it? No. It's okay, Jamal, good. dude. <laughs> you had me going for a second. On to the Titans. Uh, as I'm kind of touched on myself. a second ago, I'm going to completely gloss over Tannehill. My apologies if you kind of got him and locked in on a super flex. I just don't have much for him because he has not been good lately. Who's that? Really, it's t- uh, t- Ryan Tannehill. Really, the Titans. It is Jamal. Of... It is Jamal. Okay. Uh, running backs. Uh, pretty sure I have never seen a team lose a game in which they rush for over 250 yards. And that is exactly what the Titans did two weeks ago it was last versus week. the Patriots. Yeah, exactly. Two weeks ago versus the Patriots. Or two the weeks, Titans. sorry. It was actually 270 yards, so that's worth mentioning. That's 20 yards difference. It's just 50 is a nice kind of round. That's Get actually not with round. It. Uh, Dontra Hilliard, running back for the Titans, is averaging 108 total yards and a half a touchdown over the last two weeks. But in the last game, the rushing explosion also included Deonta. Pardon me. Deonta? But in the last game, the rushing explosions actually included Deonta Foreman also, who had his own big day with 109 rushing yards. Not the biggest fantasy day, just below double digits with like nine-something points. The Jags have been good versus run also, giving up only 3.9 yards per carry to running backs, the seventh best in the league. 
but they're middle of the pack in some of the other running statistics, such as fantasy points to the position and rushing yards given up. Derrick Henry had a great game when these two teams played earlier in the year. Uh, to muddy the waters even further, Jeremy McNichols is back from his concussion. I think Deontay Foreman keeps his role as the bigger goal line slash short yardage back. <laughs> McNichols gets his role back. Uh, I think the team trusts him more, and it's not like he was out with a hamstring or knee issue, so he's, it was a concussion, so he's 100%. I think they trust him in pass pro, pass blocking, and uh, Hilliard's a rookie as far as I know, so I just think the nod is going to go back to McNichols. But Hilliard's performance is very tough to ignore versus a great Patriots defense. Best play is to stay away from them if you have better options, but that's not always the case. I'm going to give Foreman the nod here because of the touchdown potential. 2.5 stars for Foreman. Bench the rest unless we hear that Hilliard is going to get more work again or that McNichols is something else is going on with him. Uh, but yeah, I'm going to go with that. Uh, really, the pass catchers, nothing worth talking about here with the Tennessee Titans. A.J. Brown is not eligible to return from IR until at least next week. Uh, Nick Westbrook in Hine has come on lately. Uh, and it's worth a look in Dynasty and deeper formats, but that's about it. What about Julio Jones, Chris? Julio Jones wasn't good when he was healthy, so... But I do hear he's slated to come back soon. If not this week, next, maybe. Chris, hey, Chris. with AJ Brown on IR, and heck, last time I checked, they had eight wins, so they're still playing for something. It's just... So writing off that, that early season, somehow they were scoring points. Oh, that's right. It was Derrick Henry. It was Derrick Henry, oh, yeah. It was right. not Tannehill, much to my chagrin. Ugh. Oh, much good. to my chagrin, it was. There you go. Much to your chagrin, exactly. I was Mr. Tannehill. Anyway, that's that's I my. I thought he was start. Mr. Tannehill. Yeah, apparently he's Mrs. No, that's that's sexist. I'm sorry. That's uh, not... Yeah, that okay. that's not. Let's not go down that road. Dude. <laughs> Continue. Are we done? Yep. I believe we're on to the Las Vegas Giants. What the new? Wow, dude. The new I'm, Vegas, I'm getting, I'm getting, New I'm York getting turds. Get, 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 <laughs> getting, a, getting a turd. Uh, new York Giants at Los Angeles Chargers, which always makes me, when I see the LAC, it always Clippers. makes me think of the Clippers, but that's yep, fine. Me too. Me too. Every time. Every time. I'm like, oh, I'll the Clippers. No, nope, it's football. Uh, let's talk about Jake Fromm here real quick. Chris, do you remember Ooh. Jake Fromm? you remember who he is? Uh, is he still a rookie? A quarterback, Georgia. Not Georgia. rookie anymore. It's with his Fields, second year. With, uh, okay, Justin Fields. so here's um, I, you you're correct. He is the quarterback from Georgia. Um, I really liked Jake Fromm when he was at Georgia. I thought like maybe he was had potential in the NFL. Um, I didn't realize he he wasn't the strongest arm person in the world. Yeah. Um, but that was like in the draft last year. Yeah, last Beautiful year in 2020. Last. Oh, last, um, last yeah. So I, I pulled a little blurb here on Jake Fromm here from the Yahoo Sports, like his player profile. Um, Literally on Yahoo Fantasy app? Yeah, the Yahoo Fantasy app. Pulled it, pulled, and this is a quote from it. Uh, Mike Lennon was diagnosed with a brain injury following the week, uh, which, man, that sucks for you, Mike Lennon. Just quick side there. Um, following the Giants' week 13 loss to the Dolphins, and Daniel Jones hasn't been cleared for contact with a neck strain that could sideline him for several weeks. That leaves Fromm, Jake Fromm. Mm who has yet to complete an NFL pass after being drafted with the 167th pick in the 2020 NFL draft as the team's presumed starter. That's they're talking about the giants there. The giants signed from off the bills practice squad last week. Here's where it gets really terrible. 
the the last we heard from from he was caught sending racist text messages and apologizing to teammates and fans for his discretions one star for this sack of turds I'm, I'm sorry I don't, I don't I'm, I am not down with that that at all like no I mean I'm not not, not cut a guy not for I'm not, not saying cut state. a guy outright for some transgression but really where do you think his future's heading given his talent in the field and given his apparent lack of respect for human beings just whatever forget if you want to play sports and and, but not with but but with like i guess only white people jake from go play curling in nor in norway you know like i just i'm sorry like that sort of thing piece of garbage garbage. it really pisses me off um say let's move on to saquon barkley a, a guy who we 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 both really really love but unfortunately, who's kind of, here, who's kind of pissing him... us off, but he's a great human being as far as I know. <laughs> yeah, you know? I, I mean, <laughs> he's not pissing me off. He's just like, he's just let me down. And it's mm-hmm. more like, mm-hmm. not necessarily Saquon's been let me down. It's just the team around him has been let me down. And the injury too, but still. Two and three quarter stars for Saquon with the third string quarterback at the helm. And it's it's really hard to get on board with, with uh, Saquon here. I mean, when you... And, and like all their uh, more a lot of their a lot of their receiving weapons are injured too. It's like maybe Kenny Galladay and then Evan Ingram, and that's about it. So I'm not in love with Saquon here, or I'm kind of falling out of love with him in general until he gets either to a better team or a team that's actually going to bother creating holes and you know protecting their quarterback if it, they do decide to stick with Daniel Jones. Let's move along to the better team in this matchup here, and that is the Chargers. And we'll start with the quarterback here. Over the last six weeks, Herbie has scored 21 plus fantasy points um, in four of those in four of those six weeks. He's been good, um, but I see two potential problems here. A, perhaps the Chargers get up so big early that he doesn't have to do much. That hasn't really been the Chargers. Yeah. The Chargers modus operandi this year. They've won like every game that they've been in is like a 10 point gap, you know, yeah, whether and, win and or lose within 10 points. And they're playing for their season. Cause the, uh, AFC West is so close. It really is actually, mm-hmm. um, my other, my, my other potential problem is Jake Fromm. perhaps he turns the ball over and, and gives the Chargers such good field position. It's Austin Eckler, or it's even, I mean, even if they get it up big, why roll out Austin Eckler there and just like roll out yeah. uh, Larry Roundtree, no D, um, move on to Austin Eckler here. Um, four and a quarter stars for awesome Austin is as I just started calling him. It doesn't really, it doesn't really roll off the tongue like I wanted it to. But all right, um, Austin Eckler, he's been ripping it this season, man. Like, uh, I'm giving him four and a quarter stars. Um, the Giants are giving up 19.6 points per game to the running backs. That's that's good. Um, not elite or not terrible, but not great either. Um. According to lineups.com, awesome Austin still not not nothing. How about how, um, how, how about the obvious the low hanging fruit, sir? Amazing, Austin Eckler. Eh. Dang it! Sorry, it's okay. I can't I just, make you like not, it. It's not, it's I can't not make working. you like it. Anyways, <laughs> um, according to lineups.com, uh, Eckler is getting the fifth most snaps for his respective teams out of all running backs in football. Uh, wow. I'll, 
that'll definitely get you to the RB2 on the season so far. Two full and a quarter stars for Austin Eckler. Keenan Allen, as of Monday, Keenan Allen is put on the COVID list. Um, he, Keenan Allen ha- has a shot at playing this week, but he needs one of them back-to-back negative tests within 24 hours to be able, eligible to play. Two back in for Sunday on that one. Mike Williams, I have four and a quarter stars for Mike Williams. If Keenan Allen can't make this game, Mike Williams usually thrives without when Steady Eddie isn't out there to compete with uh, with for the eye of Herbie. But Mike Williams has also been placed on the COVID list too, Chris. Oh, Mike Williams. Do, yep. It was just an exposure. I wrote that and then I, I updated it before we started recording. Mike Williams has been exposed, was just exposed to Keenan Allen, but he's not vaccinated. So... Which, oh. How are these guys playing without being vaxxed? I don't get it. Whatever. Mm-hmm. If neither one of these guys can go, Jalen Guyton, anyone? Yeah, I like it. He had a pretty good game last week. I didn't write down a lot. Um, I would also look for Jared Cook to be um, in one Involved league. I more. really want neither one of these guys to play because I have Jared Cook. So that's kind of good for Cook, right? I don't know. Yeah, I think Chris, I did see something about Williams could still play because it was just a... Close contact thing. It wasn't like it was he close got a contact, but he's not vaccinated. But he's he has to wait five days, and he was put on the COVID list. I think on Tuesday, so that puts him like really up in the air. And of course, you need to produce negative tests. I assume anyway. Well, uh, obviously, not. yeah, exactly. On to the Lions and Broncos. Wow. Uh, the <laughs> offensive coordinator for the Lions says he plans to get Goff more deep shots. Don't care. Bench rating. On to the running backs. <laughs> um, so we just kind of looked at it not too long ago. I feel like DeAndre Swift is probably not going to play. Um, I'm going to flip a I, coin and we'll see what happens. Yeah, I had a tweet pulled up for that earlier. No, I have nothing now. It doesn't make make, make a difference. Hey, hey Chris, uh, real quick. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. did, um, did you ever watch the Batman animated series? In the 90s, of course. So do you remember but, oh, a long time? Uh, do you remember when uh, there was a time when Two Face like flipped his coin and it mm-hmm. landed on edge and he went insane? That would be what happens <laughs> when um, you know, like even more insane. That would that would yeah, be right? what happens if I flipped a coin. It would say like, "Is DeAndre Swift gonna play?" And then it lands on its edge, and I'm like, "No!" Literally rips his hair out. Oh wait, too late. Sorry. <laughs> That's what happened. That's I'm not, like I'm not, it's not. I'm not genetically going bald. I just ripped all my hair out. <laughs> well, the few opportunities I get to make fun of, we should rename the podcast to Bald Guys. Just kidding. Anyway, and then it would be like everyone would be like, "That's just every I, other, every other bald." Yeah, bald guy with a beard. For God's sakes, it's 2021. Ugh. Anyway, I know. I'm such a stereotype: a fat bald guy <laughs> with a beard. We used to not be, though. I say we. I'm not necessarily overweight, but I'm just saying. Anyway, let's, before we go. I used to be all further. of those. I used to be all of not those things. I used to be slim with hair and not a beard. Yeah, exactly. For yeah, reals. I, I never. It's a real thing. I, I, I used to not have a huge beard. Anyway, on to uh, the running backs for the uh, Detroit Lions. I get the strong impression that Swift is going to be out. I think it's a shoulder uh dislocation or rotator cuff uh forgive me i don't see joint uh, i believe thank you very much that's exactly what i needed to hear um so ac joint uh not the end of the world but you know it wouldn't be surprised me if he missed another week also not the beginning of the world either (laughs) right why would they need to rush back their best player you know i mean let's although i think the world of hawkinson but hey swift has been pretty awesome 
So I'm just going to not give Swift a rating. Uh, I think he's going to be out. It's not guaranteed. Uh, tune in Sunday mornings, 10 a.m. Central Standard Time, and we'll give you some uh, in injury insight along with starting lineup insight. I believe so you, I, I believe you mean Central Daylight Savings Time. Just uh, Yeah, exactly what he said. On to Jamal Williams. Uh, in real life, NFL played admirably. 17 carries, 71 yards, 4.2 per carry. Admirably? Admirably, he's not piloting a ship, sir. <laughs> um, so one target, you know, nothing to write home about. The thing I like to focus on here is, you know, there's a chance they might have to throw a little bit. Um, and I hope he gets more targets. I feel like he's a even more than a serviceable receiver. I feel like he's a good receiver. Um, uh, the week before, in week 12 versus Chicago, also in, uh, uh, you know, with no Swift, I believe, uh, 15 carries, 65 yards, 4.3 per carry, and five targets. Very similar fantasy outcome, but I feel much better about that stat line with those five targets. Obviously, a touchdown makes the world a difference. Still, I don't think you can clearly make him on RB2. Let's put him in the flex conversation with three stars. Benching DeAndre Swift. On to the only other worthy offensive weapon mm. for the lions to talk about in tj hawkinson uh hawkinson you know has been uh has disappointed in terms of what we expected doesn't mean he's not still a top 12 tight end most weeks <laughs> it feels weird that i have to put that hesitation on it interesting but he's coming off a couple of pretty good games uh the last couple of weeks with of course a touchdown uh, in week 12 and week 13, um, right at double digit fantasy points, uh, eight targets last week was much better, but he only caught half of those. This is, you know, a Jared Goff problem as much as it is a Detroit team problem and a Hawkinson problem, but nonetheless, it's really hard to find tight ends out there. I'm going to give Hawkinson 2.75 stars because I'm upset with him. <laughs> for lack of a better way well, to he's it. upset with you so whatever man yeah, i have no yeah. idea what you've been talking about because <laughs> i was looking up what exactly a commodore was um a commodore and i'm not talking about the i'm not talking about the singing group either uh chris all i want to know is is can i rely on javante williams again this week i was just gonna say let's cut to the chase here um no kinda is the answer to your question what I that's mean not an that. answer. That's two answers that contradict each other. It's literally, I'm riding the fence so hard it's going up my butt crack. Anyway. Uh, hey <laughs> uh, Mr. Um, why is there an advertisement? Why? Oh, my God. Are you serious right now? Mr. Williams? Mr. Javante Williams carried the ball 23 times for 102 yards, 4.4 per I believe carry. you mean Javante. What did I say? Javanta? You know, you said Devante. Ooh, did I really? I'm retelling <laughs> See it happen to you too. It did. <laughs> I bet Mr. you're not Devonta ready to fight me over it though. <laughs> it was a slip of the tongue. You're right. <laughs> anyway, Mr. Javante, I think I did say Javante. I just said it fast. Anyway, Mr. Javante Williams oh, no, carried the ball 23 sucks. times for 102 yards, 4.4 per carry. But the big stat there for me is nine targets, and he caught a touchdown. I honestly think big picture. This is what is going to make Javante Williams the Denver back of choice for the next, hopefully, several years, but probably more like few years. Um, I think it's just a matter of time before Gordon is out of town. But we're not worried about big picture. We're worried about this week to get into the playoffs. We're worried about the finite picture. 
Exactly. And Mr. Uh, Gordon is probably back. Let me read here for you. It sounds like he's going to come back this week. Yeah, it's a hip and a shoulder, but, so there's two injuries there. But he said, I feel like I'll be able to go on Sunday against the Lions, is is, is his quote. Um, Gordon said he was close to playing last week. That's the thing that gets me there. He was close to playing last week, which means he's a shoe in for this week. Let's call it a done deal. Now the question becomes, did Javante do enough to warrant yes. at least more work? Stealing yes. the job outright. I think he did... Um, yeah, it just it's it's it. Anyway, <laughs> it's the Lions. What more do you want, man? It's a smash play for Javante Williams, as far as I'm concerned. But you have to keep Gordon in consideration. As I said, he will play. I hate to be the guy that says they're going to do something different than they've done all year, but I'll give the coach the benefit of the doubt. He likes to run the ball. He likes to possess the ball. He's a defensive coach. I'm going to give Javante. 3.5 stars. I'm going to give Gordon 2.5 to make a definite separation there. Let's move on to Noah Fant and his sorry butt. Um, but I do want yeah. to talk about it a little bit because tight ends are hard to come by. And he's just like the rest of a man. Player. He's doing next to nothing. Yeah, he is. I'm going to bench him. Okay. <laughs> I, I want to see though, the like, like, what, what's the difference between Noah Fant and, and Jared Cook at this point? Like, not much. Cook is we're, get in more a, we're in a, zone a tight end desert right now. I mean, uh, Cook will get more red zone opportunities. That's my answer. Yeah, maybe. Hard to say. Yeah. I mean, um, I got I got to say something here. Detroit is, is middle of the road. They're 13th fewest points versus tight ends. Yeah. yeah I think I'm just going to bench them. I think at this point of year, the teams that are vying for the playoffs probably have better options. Bench rating for Noah Fant. And yeah, that is maybe my not. Matchup, sir. All right. Whatever. Here's, you don't like here's, here's 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 what I gotta say. Uh-huh. Denver's Denver right now, they're six and six. The Chiefs are leading the division right now and they're eight and four. Right? Only two games. Okay. okay. Yep. Does Melvin Gordon and here's what you have to do as the the Vic Fangio fan fan Vic Fangio Fangio um has sir. to do like if you wanna be a legitimate playoff contender right now. You need your best guy out there. Is Melvin Gordon really your best guy? Nope. Nope. He's not. Why are you rolling after, why are you giving why is this a 50-50 split after what happened what Javante Williams did last week? Agreed. Agreed. I think my three point five stars is because of trepidation. I agree with you. And, I think as a coach and, and a it, personal and manager. The, and it's the Lions. Why even let Teddy Bridgewater throw the ball? I don't want to even touch these Denver wide receivers. They're terrible because Teddy Bridgewater has been terrible. Or mm -hmm. at least, mm -hmm. at, or at best, he's spreading the ball around so much, but he's getting so low volume that I don't want to touch these guys. Yeah. yeah. Like, I dropped yeah. Cortland Sutton in a league. Yeah. He's not. The guy, just got a a like, the guy just got an extension on his contract. And like, yeah. a, and like a decent sized one, too. Bridgewater was why. a placeholder. Bridgewater was a placeholder because they knew what they had in, in, in Drew Locke. That's what it comes down to. You notice the only time Drew Locke played was when Teddy was legitimately hurt. Yeah, I know. I, I know. That wasn't You're the case last year. Yeah, exactly. So, um, you know, and the same thing goes for Fant. They they seem – back when – Noah okay, Fant remember, is better than the numbers that he's putting up. He has remember to be. When, remember when Peyton took over the Broncos? Similar to when Brady took over the, the Bucks. They looked at the roster, they looked at the team, and they said, you're a quarterback away. 
you're a and more so in Peyton's instance because he played so badly, but was a veteran, managed a game well enough to win. No, 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 I'm sorry, a Super Bowl. excuse me. Peyton at 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 one point had the most to get the passing touchdowns. Right to get the championship, he was awful that year. He was bad. We all know that. But the year before that, he was great. He was he threw fifty freaking touchdowns. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So you know. Uh, he wasn't the Peyton Manning is... of old, but he was a different he was a different player from beginning to end of his career. Definitely a different and, player. And moreover, that team was a quarterback away from a championship. Almost period. I don't I mean, I'm not gonna say that this Denver Broncos team is that, but no, they might start thinking yeah. they might want to start thinking that they are. Because I don't think their defense yes, they got rid of Von Miller, but I think their defense is still pretty darn good. And we love Javante. And hey, Sutton is Probably a number one or a one B to Jerry Judy, you know, like, and you have Noah Fant there. Good point. You maybe need Good to point. beef up your offensive line a little bit. If you More can get away a 1B, with, I think they're complimentary receiver duo. Judy being the route running separation specialist and Sutton being the jump ball guy, the jump ball kind of deep threat, I guess. Hey, you can be a deep, you I think we're a going a little threat. bit too long on this match. You're right. Chris. You're right. This is I think not we need worth to, it. I think we need to move on. That. I, th- <laughs> I think it's because it was so short. <laughs> I think it's because it was so short. I want to talk about yes, but we're done. Go ahead. I think it's just because we've been having some drinks. Um, anyways, <laughs> let's move along to the San Francisco 49ers at the Cincinnati Bengals. Jimmy G here. He's averaging 16 points per game, like like flat, I think. And the Bengals are giving up 17 points per game to quarterbacks. I'd rather not start Jimmy Garoppolo here. Agreed. Um, if you have better options, and mm-hmm. if I needed a quarterback to help me boost, uh, boost my team to a win, get trying to get in the playoffs, I'd rather hang my hat on Derek Carr, or Cam <laughs> Newton. Right. So I'm going to so go three stars, analyst, Jimmy D. Analyst. And so now, if you're still keeping track of this hierarchy, it's Cam Newton, Derek Carr. Um, Tatum Heineken and now Jimmy G. <laughs> so is Jimmy G like 14, like below the 12? Before, before yes. Could be one? Yeah. Okay. Elijah Mitchell here. I, he's questionable. He has with a concussion, but now apparently he's having a, some knee problems with he's, which makes some man. I mean, he went from questionable to like, like the, he's still not listed as doubtful as of recording this on Thursday night, but, uh, <laughs> sounds like he's not going to play. Um, uh, and Jamichael Hasty is is currently the only healthy back on the roster. What what were you gonna say, Chris? I just you're killing me. I need Mitchell this week, dude. I do, I do too, man. <laughs> I think like there's a lot of teams like us out there right now. He's 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 been a good player. He's been a very good player. He's been very good. He doesn't do yeah. a lot through the through the through the air, but he hasn't really been asked to either. So it's well, kind of hard to say whether how good he is at that or not. Um, let's move on to Debo real quick. Um, he's expected to miss this week. Yeah, um, it sounds miss, yeah. like that was kind of expected. I just wanted to do a quick check-in on, on Debo there. Uh, Brandon Ayuk, three and a quarter stars last week. Ayuk was supposed to be like a slam dunk play with Debo out. I'm glad I didn't have the option to play him because I, I felt probably would have. Yeah, he ended you. up with, I'm sorry, what? I felt differently about Ayuk, but I hear you. It was generally considered No, no, you were right. You are right. You are absolutely right. But the thing, the thing that you were wrong about last week, too, um, and we'll dip back into Ayuk here real quick. The thing mm-hmm. you were wrong about last week was is that you were also um, off on Kittle, and Kittle, Kittle went yep. off. He oh my god, exploded. <laughs> I was way um, wrong. So but ahead, let's sir. circle back to let's circle back to Ayuk here real quick. He had three catches for fifty-five scoreless yards last week. Um, 
pass on on Ayuk this week. Um, it could it could be a it could be an Ayuk game. It really could. Um, I'm just not enamored with the games that he was supposedly really good and everyone fell in love with him. They weren't that great. They were like maybe 15 there's... points at best. I you know, like, like they weren't also elite games. Touches in those games, you know, like they like to do with both. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, like I they think. were doing with him last year. You know, the Debo Samuel, but they weren't. That didn't really work out so well last week. Let's move along to George Kittle here, though. Um, he is definitely the guy that saw the bennies of Debo being out last week. I like him to do the same again this week. I'm giving mm-hmm. him four and a quarter stars. It's oh. not five because he's not a Travis Kelsey. Well, it's not five here. because of the potential of it not being like last week and it being an IU game. That's the only reason. Okay. Let's move along to Joey Bagels. Chris, mm-hmm. is it time to ditch? Is it time to ditch Joey Bagels? I don't even know where it came from, man. I really don't. The yeah. name? I think I just made <laughs> I it like up. It though. No, I think he did last week, but regardless, I think that's one of our better. All right, well, Joey Bagels our, stays. I, mean, I like Joey Bagels. I like the nickname, and I stays. like Joey Bagels this week. I like. Oh, I love. Burrow. I'm in love like Bagels, with him, absolutely. but not in love. The 49ers are allowing not this are week. only allowing 18.1 passing or points per game to quarterbacks, which is better than some of the other teams that I've covered so far this week. But Joe Burrow hasn't. Joey Bagels um, hasn't had a multi-touchdown game since week eight, um, but. Yeah. Yeah. Those first eight weeks, though, were all multi-touchdown games. Mr. Bagels, I like Mr. Bagels to score a couple of uh, a couple of touchdowns this week, so three and three-quarter stars. That is assuming that he's okay. He did dislocate his right pinky finger. I'm not sure how much that would affect him, but uh, I, or I mean, I don't know how much it would affect me. But damn it, Jim, I'm a doctor, not a quarterback. So. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> and you know what I'm a doctor of? No, I think you get that. Love. love. <laughs> anyway, three and three quarters, three field. and three quarter stars for Joey Bagels until we get some further news about how much his finger is affecting him. Joe Mixon, he's dealing with a neck injury. He, uh, it sounds like he's good to go, though. Like, it's just more of a precautionary thing in practice or whatever. I mean, dude, I've, I've had a neck injury for like three weeks. I'm also not playing running back in the NFL, though. But uh, if anyone wants to call me to do so, I will certainly take the punishment. I'll take the league yep. minimum. To go out there and Dude, I'll take half the league minimum body. to go out there and put, and put my body through it. Two plays. Four stars. Severed spine. Uh, dude, I would Daughters, scab it college up. College education. To be, uh, I would scab it up in a, in a strike year to, to, make, uh, to make half the league minimum. <laughs> Anyways, hey, this let's move baseball. on to Tiggins. He's got an ankle injury. Um, Tiggins... Uh, the, the initial reports oh, are... He played well. What? He played great last week. Mixon played horribly. Or horribly. Played bad. Who did? I thought Mixon did not, did not have a good game, and Higgins played amazing. Um, yeah, but but Higgins has got an ankle injury this week. Um, it sounds like he's going to play. My apologies. So I'm going to give him hesitant four stars. I'm sorry, three and a half Ooh. stars. Whereas Jamar Chase, I'm going to okay. give him... I'm going to give Jamar Chase three stars. I have a feeling that it's that Chase wow. is going to get back on the horse this week, but I'm not going to count on a gut feeling, so I'm just going to give him the three stars. I don't like it, man. I like Jamar Chase. He started out the year hot, but Tiggins has kind of came on, and with Joey Bagels having that 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 finger problem, I don't know, man. It's just it's enough to just drive it down, honestly, a little bit. I would make two quick comments. Number one on the finger. Uh, to, <laughs> to your hilarious comment about 
you know, a, a, being a quarterback or a or a player of love or whatever the heck it was. I, I'm sorry. Uh, I don't that play is much a doctor late. of love. A doctor of love. Sorry. I don't play much lately, but I like to play basketball and the way and it's a different sport. I get it again. I preface this by saying what I'm talking about, but like when I shoot a basketball, it's coming off these last two fingers, my two longest fingers. Okay. Technically the ring fingers longer, but it's coming off these two fingers. And so to me, if you're throwing a football and he's probably a bigger handed handed gentleman than I, um, I don't think a pinky's going to affect the thing. I don't I think really so don't. either. Like Russell, but Wils- like he had Russell Wilson last and, week. Um, that's called the index finger. Oh, did he? Okay. No, I'm saying Russell Wilson and somebody else had had it on middle their... finger. Thank you. I couldn't remember the middle and the other. Thank you, Taysom. <laughs> Taysom can't throw healthy, so who are we kidding? But uh, so I don't think it will affect them. What worries me more is the Cincinnati run heavy game plan. Continue. Uh, so, so what I was gonna say was is that it did it did look like it was kind of affecting him last week after it happened, but he's had a whole week to get used mm. to not using like though. Probably the least important finger on your hand. The pinky is important at times, but it is probably the least important finger on your hand. Um, like uh, I think it was like I think it was Troy Aikman Agreed. during that game was was talking about like oh it really affects how you grip the ball and everything. I'm like, yeah, but Troy was never the best grip uh, thrower ever. He was not a good bad weather quarterback. Just, but no, no, no. I'm I'm just, I'm just like, dude. He's had a whole week to get used to it. I can throw. Okay. I bet I could throw. Like if I was a professional quarterback, I could throw with my my pinky pointing out because it's in a splint or something. You know, I'm pretty yeah. sure I, I don't could. Know how tall he is, but he he's got bigger hands than your eye. I don't know how tall he is, but he's got bigger hands. Oh no, I got I got I got some big old. Uh, anyways, I can't. Use I got that some phrase meat grippers on this, on this podcast. Oh, that came out. Um, oh God, let's edit that out. Anyways, Chris, I believe you have one more matchup. I have one more matchup. Mine, my I last do. one is super quick, so make yours, at least try and make yours quick. Cheers to that. Um, I shall do that, sir. The Buffalo Bills at the Tampa That's Bay Buccaneers. Um, I'm just messing with you, it is. <laughs> No, <laughs> you really I'm, got me, I'm sir. Really good I'm not gonna lie to like, you. I'm getting people at work all the time, and they're like, "What?" I'm like, "No, nah, I'm just messing with you." Well, they're like, "What?" No, it's not unheard of me for just to make number one make make mistakes. Number two, scroll down too far on the document. I was like, "No, nah, I got I'm you, man. Sure, Keep going, right. man." You you seriously got me. Yeah, let me let me rewind this real quick. On to the Bills at Bucks. Uh, the Buffalo Bills. Um, I'll save the quarterback for last. I'm going to bench both running backs. I honestly don't think I need much of a... And, and by both, uh, do you uh, mean uh, Brita and Singletary? Okay, uh, yeah. Exactly. Although, uh, I'm sorry, is it Jeff Wilson? Zach Moss. Or is that the San Francisco? No, the third Zach guy. Zach Moss. Brita. Brita. Brita at Buffalo. Uh, last week was like one carry and maybe a target. So it, as soon as like both the other guys, Singletary and Moss, were healthy, Brita took a back seat. But nonetheless, you're... Your comment is still valid. It's very hard to figure out. Neither of them are producing much. No, they're not good. Just stay away. Terms. Stay away. So I'm benching them. I'm benching them both. Exactly. So let's move on to Diggs. Coming into last week's game versus the Patriots, Diggs had caught four touchdowns in his last three weeks. Let me repeat that. Coming into last week's game, because he didn't catch any last week. Can we'll you that dig it? But he, but, he had caught, but he had caught four touchdowns in his previous three games. And last week's game was an absolute mess due to high winds. That is to say, Diggs was reasonably hot coming into the game, and I am throwing out this past performance due to the yeah, wind. Yeah, for sure. Though it, wasn't an awful, though it wasn't an awful performance. 
Tampa has shored up their pass defense more as the year has gone on, where they were pretty darn bad in the beginning of the year. They are now 19th best in passing yards and 9th best in fantasy points given up to wide receivers. This is a big game, and I expect Diggs' recent success to continue here. A very a pretty aggressive 4.5 stars. Wow. On to Dawson Knox. I swear two weeks ago when I made the comment in Discord, I believe it was, about uh, you know having Knox in three out of my four leagues, I could have sworn I saw him catch a third touchdown. So that's why I put that, that comment. I was like, OMG, three touchdowns? Either I watched a, a replay of a highlight or something, or something was I called. I blame the mushrooms, but no that's idea. okay. <laughs> three touchdowns! Hallucinations! <laughs> He, of course, uh, had an awful game last week due to the wind. We've already touched on that. And maybe the Patriots game plan. I feel like they might have tried to take him out of the game plan a little bit more, maybe even more than Diggs. Nonetheless, he has been a godsend at tight end for many teams, including three of my teams, as aforementioned. He is the tight end 10 on the season despite missing significant time. He is a shoe-in for five or six targets, good yardage totals, and the much sought after red zone tight end targets. I don't need to tell you to start him with the other tight end options out there. The Bucks just held Kyle Pitts to four catches and 6.8 fantasy points, That's but not much. gave up a big well, but gave up a big day to Jack Frickin' Doyle. Jack Doyle <laughs> is an amazing tight end. That. He is a quarter of the tight end Pitts is. I said it. Knox gets 4.5 stars this week. On to the quarterback for the Buffalo Bills. Josh Allen. Again, last week, very windy, if I haven't mentioned that already. (laughs) But coming into the contest, Allen had thrown seven picks over four games. But his fantasy performances have been fine. Uh, He stands a chance to bounce back in this one since Tampa is riddled with injuries to their secondary. Sorry, I'm I'm watching Um, this. I'm watching this video on uh, the game. Rutgers oh. just did a, a like a like a, a third court shot to beat take down number one Purdue. My bad. Meaning Keep going. three thirds, three three fourths of the show. Yeah, anyway. No um, third third court was I. I think I got the stars in there for uh Mr. You uh, did, I'm Mr. sorry. I just he's did I? Okay, because then I'll I'll continue on. On to the Buccaneers. The Buccaneers. Tom the GOAT. The Tom, the Tom, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Time to eat a very healthy helping of crow here. I fell victim to recency bias and gave Brady a, was it a bench grade or some ridiculously low rating last week? You mean zero stars? Like like he always deserves? Yeah. Yeah. Well, he didn't deserve it. No, he always deserves zero stars. My bad. He, he balled out. Uh, we know Buffalo ha- has an elite defense, so it's very important to bring that up in this matchup, especially a pass defense. First in passing yards surrendered and first in fantasy points given up to the quarterback position. But they lost Tredavious White to a season-ending ACL tear. Fact. Now, Brady did struggle the week prior uh, versus the Colts. Another good defense. Mm. I imagine there are plenty he of teams relying on He struggled for like three quarters of that game. <laughs> That's why, well... Oh, la- no, the week before last. Oh, you're talking about the Colts yeah. game? Okay. Um, still, I think his final stat line was underwhelming for fantasy purposes, and that's what we care about. Um, but I feel like there's plenty of teams relying on Brady at this time of year. 
And when I say relying, I mean like like they may not have another quarterback on the roster, 10, 12-team league, single quarterback. Who knows? He should be fine in a big game versus an old rival who he's played. I mean, how long was he there? 20 years? He's played him 40 times minus Who's the that? playoffs. Which, who am I kidding? Tom Brady played the Buffalo Bills and you know when he was with New Yeah, England, but that doesn't count because like played... the Bills were garbage for I was going to say, he, he's probably played him 40 times in the regular years. season. That's, that's excluding the playoffs, but we all know Buffalo was not making the playoffs until that last couple of when years. When they had quarterbacks games. such as E.J. Manuel and running backs such as C.J. Spiller and, and guys like... Um... What year is this for Josh Allen? He's still on his rookie contract, right? Uh, no, I believe I they just gave him an extension. I think... Did they? So... I would have heard about that. Okay, that's possible. I missed it. I'm going to say he's got another year left on his rookie contract. My point is, I thought they had a oh, playoff yeah, year a, with year nine rookie wins contract, but still before extension. Josh. That's fair. I thought, which means that he's going to have to serve his fourth year. Anyway, my point is, I think New England made. The, I'm sorry. I think Buffalo made the playoffs in the division with Tom Brady with nine wins before Josh Allen got there. That's really get on with it, Chris. Much here. Yes, I'm trying. I lost my train of I know. thought. Did you just die? What what's going on here? No, I'm just trying to remember where no. I was. <laughs> did I did I get Brady's rating yet? Uh, I believe you gave him a zero star rating, Chris, because that's what Tom Brady always gets on this show. Oh, you're completely lost. Aren't I imagine you? there are plenty of teams relying on Brady at this time of year. Like they may literally not have another starter and he should be fine in a big game versus an old rival. Huh. I'm going to give him 3.5 stars and see if I mess up again. Yeah, Josh <laughs> Allen, six year, $258 million extension as of August uh, 11th. Wow. That was in the off season. My bad. That's kind of why I forgot about it on to Lenny Fournette. He has been flat out good. Propelling, propelling my dynasty team to like destined for the playoffs, <laughs> for dude. For real. Worst the Hall first. of Famer, Leonard Fournette. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> he is on a two-game scoring streak. His receiving work, though, is really what has helped him separate himself from flexible right, weeks in, into more of an RB2. Buffalo is good versus the run. Seventh fewest fantasy points to the running back position, 11th best in rushing yards. Still, Least. Lenny will get enough looks. And and Buffalo has given up big days to both Damon Harris and Jonathan Taylor. I'm going to give Back. four stars to Leonard Fournette this week. I have finally come around. Um, I think let's. I'm sorry to interrupt mm-hmm. you real, real quick, but uh, I believe that the, the Bills are giving up the least amount of uh, fantasy points to the running back, though, despite those big games from uh, JT and the, the other guy you just said. I have a listening problem. They are. Maybe. We'll look into it later. Pretty sure they are. Can't figure it out right now. Give it an answer. Wide receiver duo. Godwin exploded last week and continues to rack up the targets, receptions, and yards while Evans has 10 touchdowns on the year. Buffalo is elite, as mentioned. But I expect it to, this to be a high-scoring affair, and Tampa will have to throw a bunch, as evidenced by the 53 53 and a half point over under. So I'm going to give four stars to Godwin for the volume and 3.75 stars for Evans for the potential for touchdowns or a touchdown. All right. I was, Robert I was thinking of quarterback. Gronkowski. Never 
My bad. Robert Gronkowski. That's my new nickname for Gronk because everybody calls him Gronk. Robert Gronkowski is back and he is Let's call him Robbie G. Getting open. Robbie G. G. No. I feel like it's to my left like Joey Bagels. The the whole. No. Yeah. No. He's already got a nickname. What about. What about. What about Bob G? What about Big Shot Bob? No, no, that's taken. I don't like that. Bobby G. Bobby G. It's Bobby G. Bobby G is back, and he is getting open down the field. He is averaging 8.33. That has to be targets. He is averaging 8.33 targets since returning from broken ribs. He is healthy. He plays tight end, and you start him. Five stars. I'm going to go are, out on a limb and say he's going the crazy tight end. With these five stars he is the tight end one. Oh, I disagree, but fine. I'm whatever. literally going to like two five I, stars ratings. I get ratings. your point. <laughs> I know. Actually, I'm going to go and say Gronk is the tight end one this week over Kelsey. There's Put your, your ice cream where your, your mouth is? There, sir. Yep, for sure. All right. Put it on the board. All right. Close it out strong, sir. Uh, you mean really quick? Okay, here we go. Let's just close like, it out weak. Just like my love life. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Go out in a fury of... Uh, we are going on to the uh, Chicago Bears at the Green Bay Packers. This is the Sunday night football game. And um, let's start with David Montgomery. Monty missed the week six meeting of these two. T- that's not how you, That's not the proper spelling of two there. Uh, two teams, but uh, Cleo Herbert racked up 97 yards and a touchdown against Green Bay. So I'm going to give Monty three and three quarter stars. Green Bay is giving up a middle of the road 17.1 points per game to their RBs. On to Aaron Rodgers. He owns the Bears. Uh, so five stars for him. Uh, if if he's getting a fiver, then so is Devontae Adams. Much like Patrick Mahomes and Tyreek Hill, and, their, yeah. their ratings are just kind of linked together. And um, I'm going to give uh, MVS, who has, over the last two weeks, has 18 targets. Um yeah, Dang. very nice, man. So I'm going to give him two. That's with Cobb being healthy last What's week. What's that? I think Cobb is out this week. He is. He I just had Cobb core muscle surgery. Week. Like that was like breaking news today. Oh, he's done. He's done. Good call. Oh, Good call. And, I, okay. and I'm just seeing this right now, like literally on this website for the first time, my eyeballs have like appealed to this is that Alan Robinson is talking about coming back this week with a hamstring uh, after having a hamstring injury. So I like that, but it's probably going to be Andy Dalton <laughs> for the Bears. Sorry, I'm flip-flopping between teams here, so just uh, deal with it because I've been drinking. Um, same teams in the same matchup. I know, but still. <laughs> I usually, I, I like structure, I like structure to my matchups, <laughs> doggone it. Um, <laughs> but it's probably going to be Andy Dalton this week, so I'm not really that thrilled with with Allen really? Robinson. Okay. And they're also talking about Jair Alexander coming back for the Packers as well. So, yeah. That's kind of that matchup <laughs> you know, right there. Like, I, to... I'm going to put it here. Seriously, who did they put Alexander on? Did they put him on Robinson? I put Mooney. him on Mooney. Yeah. Now, I'm not saying throw your Mooney rating down the toilet. I didn't even minute. give him Mooney just rating that... because I don't care. Because Andy Dalton's their quarterback. Really? Yeah. I would say two things. I expect Fields to start, and I'm starting Mooney over Dalton. I'm sorry. <laughs> but the only, the only person I was going to say, and, and it's like because it's a tight end and whatever, is Cole Komet, who has been getting targets and targets some yards. Nice. He's just like, not nice. getting a lot of touchdowns because mm-hmm. the Bears' offense isn't scoring a lot of touchdowns. 
another team that needs to fix their offensive line. Like, yeah, yep, yep. I mean, I think I thought that still had Armstead. Is Armstead hurt? Armstead. My bad. My bad. Wrong matchup. Continue. I don't know what you're talking about. Chris, I was pretty much done with that matchup. I was. Okay, we'll, cool. we'll tune back in. We'll Sorry, tune back in on Sunday to see if Fields is playing. And if Fields is playing, I'm going to be a lot higher on Mooney and Allen Robinson and Cole Komet. But I don't know, man. I'm I'm kind of I'm kind of out on all of them. If it's going to be Andy Dalton, I just and it. it oh yeah, I would have. I would think a lot of playoff teams have better options. Yeah, well, and that's um, and that's answer, a very good point to too. That is that question. like, dude, are you going to risk your playoff options on even when Allen Robinson was healthy? And playing with Fields or Andy Dalton, that he was hot garbage. Here, you know, like let me get this. Let me get this in real quick for our fans. Uh, Andy Dalton has a hand injury and is questionable. Fields does not have an injury designation at all. Oh, just clicking on it. Yeah. So ribs. Has oh, that's been what that's what he had. He had he there had a go. broken rib. He has been cleared. This. Yep, this is actually this is yesterday. So broken ribs, he's been cleared to play. This oh Sunday. snap! In my Sunday. face, Chris. I'm sorry. I just want. No, to no, right. you're no. That's fine, man. I'm. It's totally in my face. My bad. So I don't know. Mooney, so uh, until maybe? Sunday, you can, uh, which we do our Sunday stream. Um, you can. Yeah, you'll get to hear more recent analysis. Uh, exactly. And uh, I was going to try and take the show home, Chris, because it's getting late and yeah. Sure. Um, a, thank you everyone for tuning in. You can check us out in podcast format. If you're checking us out on YouTube, if you are listening to us in podcast format, you can do the exact opposite and check us out in, on our YouTube channel. That is our YouTube channel is also where you can find our Sunday morning stream. If you get, if you click on the little bell there, you get a notification when we do start the stream, but that is on 10 a.m. Central State Central Daylight Savings Time. Um, but you know, Central Time, we don't know where you live or what time zone you live in. Uh, Chris does because he's a weirdo um, and he knows where people, what time zone people live. He doesn't know where they live in in that time zone. He just knows which time zone that you live in. That's all he knows. He's just like, um, oh, you live in the Aleutian Islands time zone. That's weird, but that's where you live. Or, you know, like you live in the China time zone because the entire country of China, China at least the last time I looked, had its own time zone. Like, that's some weird dictator thing. There's like, nope. We're going to have our own time zone. Entire country, same time. I'm sorry, the entire nation? I believe so, yes. Over, what the heck, man? They're huge. It's a big country. I mean, I understand somebody in the U.S. can make the argument it's just get rid of daylight same times. I'm not we saying I don't rid of agree with that. I'm it's it's so archaic, it's ridiculous. I'm fine with that. I'm fine. I, you know, ask people in California. I have no other objection to that whatsoever. But to be a nation is, yep, China's uh, its own time not, zone. Not, the not, entire country, not only population, which is not only population, but but how big the country freaking is. I'm like looking at it right now, that's the point of time. Yeah, it's like the sun, man. What are you doing? <laughs> it's it's like it's probably bigger than Australia, which is in two different, three different time zones. But did you know that the oh. the, the United oh, States is in one, two, three, four, five, six, four. seven different time zones? 
Oh my God, seven. When you count, when wow. you count, um, uh, sorry, eight because it's Mountain. because it's Hawaii, the Aleutian, um, Alaska, oh, the Hawaii. the Pacific. Is that Hawaii? Mountain, and Cuba? Central, Eastern, and then the very tip of Maine is in another one. Sorry, that's seven right there. My bad. The tip of Maine. Okay, so that's two. I still thought there was only like four. Anyway. Yeah. We'll see you Hawaiian, next week, folks. Aleutian, or should Alaskan, I say we'll see you Sunday? Pacific, Mountain, Central, oh, Eastern. Oh, oh it is eight. The and then the very so. tip of Maine is in the eighth one. Yep. So tip of Maine, Hawaii, and Alaska. And Aleutian Islands. I thought they're... Okay, so that's the four I didn't know about, apparently. I Which the Aleutian Islands are part of Alaska. If you didn't know that. Oh, up in the, up in the, yeah. Okay. Now, now I remember, now I remember. Uh, the, up in the no, corner. no. The, the very tail of Alaska. Cause it really tails. Anyways. Uh, geography aside, folks, uh, we have been amazing fantasy football. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in. Tune in on Sunday's streams. We'll be back next Thursday with another episode. Actually it's Fridays when they come out, but you know, we record on Thursday nights. Um, until next time, everyone peace out. <laughs>